Hey guys, it's Kathy. We've been having so much fun this week. So I wanted to give you some bonus episodes because I want to give you a little piece from the five-day workshop that we're doing called Most Abundant Week Ever. I think it's such an important discussion that we don't have enough. So I hope that these episodes will open your eyes to new possibilities in your life and remind you of the things you need to hear, which is that you truly are extraordinary and there really is so much here for you. And it's time to allow that in and to learn what are the really powerful tools that you have in order to manifest that what you want. By the way, if you haven't joined us yet, you can still sign up and catch us live every single day. We're having some amazing conversations and giving away some fun stuff. You can still go to kathyheller.com slash abundant if you want to sign up and grab your seat. All right, well, let's get into a piece of this. Take a listen. Oh my goodness. This is like my favorite day of the whole thing. Even though we have one more day, today is a day. I feel like there's great awareness today. So welcome everybody. Today is going to be a really important session. We've been talking about how knowledge is really power. It's really powerful, right? Awareness really is the key through the looking glass. So having more awareness, more of an expanded consciousness. And so today is really exciting for me as we have been building this understanding. And, you know, when you're working out, you know, that part in the workout where you start and there's like some you know, goodwill. (laughs) And then you, you get into it and you're like, Ooh, I just hit my threshold, right? Oh, I'm now I'm up against myself. And now I'm thinking about a bowl of Doritos or how stupid this trainer is, or why is she playing that song? And I'm really just trying to overcome my body, right? Trying to overcome this part of me that is just, Oh, and then if you stay in it and you make it to the end of the workout, like in yoga, when you're just in Shavasana at the end, Oh, it's so good, right? Cause you feel like you feel the satisfaction in yourself because you move through resistance. And so it feels so worth it. And actually then you're grateful for the sweat that you broke, right? You're just like, yes, it made it feel so good. It's like hiking up a mountain. And while you're hiking, there's this feeling of like, can someone just lift me up to the summit? Can I just get to the view? But then there's this feeling in the journey of, It's every step that I continue to choose the journey that I feel the reward. And so today's session to me is one of my favorite days because for those of you who committed and you've stayed in this, even if you've hit a little bit of resistance, the fact that you continue to choose gives you something that life is really worth living for. And so I think today what will happen is you'll start to feel this sense of like, I get it now. Like I'm starting to really get it and appreciate it and memorize my way back to it. And that's the beginning of the rest of your life. And so welcome back to day four. We're going to, like I said, build on everything that we've been talking about so far. And I think that the questions I'll pose to you and the way that we will meditate and the exercises that we'll do will illuminate things in an even greater way. I mean, think about if you... We're trying to explain to someone who wasn't a part of this week what this was. It really is something that if somebody's in resistance, it's almost hard for them to even access the language you're using because it feels so far away from that place where we get triggered because we forget that state of being where there's this feeling of peace and ease. And then when you find it, you go, how do I stay here? How do I not only stay here, but memorize my way to it? so that I can even amplify this. And really that's the trick to manifesting. And we'll talk about that more today. Pauline, how are you feeling today? I'm excited. Like you say, I think part of why we love being at this stage of the week is it's that cumulative effect, right? Like Kathy was just saying, it's so rewarding the journey we've walked. And so it's like every day further we come into this, it's just more and more rewarding. And we're so excited to talk with you more about these ideas of abundance and whatever that represents to you, whether it's money, whether it's health, whether it's relationships, whether it's, you know, jobs, business, and just how we can set down some of that resistance in ways we don't realize we're not allowing ourselves to be free and really fully receive. Yeah. And that's really what it is. So that's like a perfect segue into where I want to start today. I want to start with a question for you, which is to have you think for a moment I want you to reflect, right? So take your time. What's a memory you have of the most joy you've experienced? One of your really joyful memories. 
what comes to mind if I ask you, what's a memory where you really felt joy? So Diane said, swimming with wild spinner dolphins in Hawaii. I mean, I can feel just a hint of that feeling from even reading that. That's beautiful. When I was in love and walking to my class, I just felt happy in my wedding. It says the feeling after a massage. Yeah. The first time I held my son. I mean, this is such a beautiful feed. I'm so glad I asked the question just so I can enjoy how delightful this meal is. It's so awesome. Amazing. So I want to ask you, if you had to understand what all of those things that we just shared have in common, what do you think they have in common? What do you think you might point to and say, this is a theme? So somebody guessed being present, peace, joy, a feeling. Yeah, you guys are getting it. So remember yesterday, and we talked about money a little bit, and we were having this Monday, Tuesday conversation. Everybody was feeling this feeling of more expansion. And then we had this conversation about money and we started to see what's been kind of under the hood of this car engine. And we're like, oh my gosh. And we start to get into our head a little bit. And some of that feels triggering, right? And then we talk about wanting money. We talk about what it would feel like, the possibility of $5 million, $2 billion, $600,000 a month, whatever the numbers were, right? And it felt like possibility. Then we talked about actually the things and the more, and what does it mean? And is that something we feel judged for? Do we judge other people for having it? And why do we make so much about it? So the thing is, you guys, that there is nothing in material things. Everything that you just shared with me is energy. The things that make you feel the greatest, elevated, most blissful feelings that life can ever deliver to you have to do with your capacity for the highest, most joyful, energetic alignment possible. The reason we get caught up with some of this stuff with money, well, everything we've learned so far will help you understand. So before things materialize in the 3D, what do we learn that comes first? Before matter, what creates matter? Energy. That's right, Laurel. Energy creates matter. Matter doesn't do anything. Think about a baby being conceived. The energy creates. Think about God creating the world. Source. Watch photosynthesis. Watch the sunlight. Turn sun. Yesterday, a friend of mine bought me, brought me flowers. She said that she was at Whole Foods and these flowers looked like they were going to be thrown away. And they were on a pile of other flowers. And she said to the man, what are you going to do with those? And he was like, oh, well, they're kind of dying. So we're going to throw these away. And she's like, I'm about to go to a friend's house. Could I take that one bunch? He said, sure. She brought them. She says, put these in water. So I put them in water. We turn around, we start talking. I go, look at the flowers. And then we took a picture and the flowers went like this, like, ta-da, energy. Energy creates matter. You go first. Energy has always created matter. There's nothing in the pile of things. So the manifestation, which is the 3D materializing, it follows the vibration. What you're chasing is a vibration. If you say, I want $500,000, I want $4 billion, I want $66,000 to come in Friday, whatever it is that you say you want, you want that because of the energy you are attaching to it. So when we're in lack, we keep pushing the thing we want further away because we are 3D printing an exact replica of a reflection of our vibration. That's physics. So when we have this misunderstanding that a physical thing, a bracelet, a Range Rover, a bigger house, a pile of cash will give you something that you don't have, you're in a state of lack and you're confused because you are externalizing your power, my friends. You're telling yourself that your personal power, your deepest peace is available on the other side of something not you, but something outside of you has the power to give you deep peace. Is that true? And your external, your outside is only a hologram of you. You ever use Play-Doh? 
So with Play-Doh, have you ever seen where there's these, you've seen these like extruders. I don't know what they're called, but you take this little device and you can put a thing like a star or a circle or a lightning bolt. And then when you just press the Play-Doh, it'll come out lightning bolts. It'll come out stars. It'll come out whatever the shape is. It'll just print that, right? That's you all the time. What you're experiencing is the printing of you. So if you want to know where your vibration is, look, you can see it reflected back. It's kind of like walking along a riverbank and looking down and going, who's that girl frowning? And you go, oh, that's me. Why am I frowning? Oh, because I'm in lack. Oh, because I've outsourced my power. Oh, because I came here and just like Dorothy before me, I forgot that I have ruby slippers. I forgot that I am energy itself, that I'm connected to the alpha and the omega, that everything I want is a vibration, that everything I want is my own company, my own inner being, feeling an elevated state, and that I have access to it all the time. Every single human has access to their own vibration. Every single person has been given because we all are connected because we are all souls and bodies because we're all connected to the divine because we all have this thing called consciousness. And that's why you can probably think of moments where you had a lot of stuff around you. Maybe you were on a vacation. I remember my husband and I went on a honeymoon. We fought the whole time. It was like the worst vacation we've ever taken. We were at the St. Regis in Kauai. We had less money at the time. So we spent so much money on the trip. So he was really freaking out about money because he grew up super poor and it was like really scary to him. So he couldn't even enjoy it because he was so afraid of how much money he was spending. And then I felt really alone. And I felt like, oh my God, who did I marry? He's so scared. And I befriended this other couple actually and like went to dinners with them every night. And I was like, then I tried to get him to go scuba diving with me. And then I found out he didn't ever learn to swim because he never had access to a pool. So it was like a total disaster honeymoon. But there I was at the St. Regis with a Mai Tai in my hand in, you know, I, I was 30 years old, good health, good everything, nice body, this is before three kids, cute bathing suit, and like miserable, right? Because of this, because of the consciousness, right? And then I've had moments where my husband and I, once we were in Florida for the first time, I took him to Florida because I grew up in Florida, but I grew up, I've been in LA for 20 years. And I was like, let's go to Florida. So we go to Florida And I said to him, oh, I want to take you to Miami and show you South Beach because I grew up in a suburb and I want to show you. So he's like, okay. And then we get in the car and it's pouring rain. But when it rains in Florida and it rains, it rains. Like you don't know rain. Like LA people are like, it's raining. I'm like, no, that's not rain. Like you want to see rain? The house is going to blow off. Like that's the rain that I know. Okay. That's the rain. So we start to drive and it's one of those rains. He's never seen it. He's like, I literally can't see five feet in front of the car. I'm like, obviously no, like this is what happens. And so I get so frustrated. I'm like, oh my God, I'm trying to get you to Miami. I want to get out of here. Let's go. We we just can't move. So we're like, let's get off the freeway. Let's take side streets. And we're on the side streets and it's awful. You still can't see and you can't drive. And I got really teary and I was so frustrated. And he said, And I'll never forget it. You know, there's a zillion moments that you forget in your life because you need to make space in your hard drive for other moments. Here's here, here we are in the car, and he turns me, puts his hand on mine, and he goes, Don't you know? Like, I just want to be with you wherever we are. So I love that we're in the car and it's raining. I don't care if we're here. I don't care if we're getting an oil change. I don't care if we go to South Beach. What do I really need that for? And I just started like bawling. And so he goes, let's just go back to our hotel and we'll just order room service. And so we went back to the hotel and we got like movie snacks and we were just laughing and we never made it to Miami that whole trip. It rained the whole time. We barely could leave the hotel. We couldn't go swimming. We could, I mean, it was just like, it was the opposite of being at the St. Regis in Kauai with all the perfect excursions planned. And it was just awesome. And it has nothing to do with the outside. It's a new perspective. And in that moment, what did he do? He said, you're looking over here. Why don't you look over here? And we, that's our only actual choice, you guys. Our choice is where we focus. Our choice is our perspective. Our choice is our conscious awareness. 
You can choose to see things one way, or you can find a better feeling thought. You can find gratitude. So I want to tell you this concept. There's this proverb, a Tibetan proverb about the ghosts with the insatiable bellies. Maybe you've heard this, but this proverb sort of explains what the Tibetans think of as the hell realm. And they say the hell realm is made of ghosts with insatiable bellies. These ghosts have these giant bellies and no matter what they do, those bellies can never feel full. They drink through the tiniest little straw and whatever comes in, it doesn't even feel like anything. So they walk through their life with constant craving and all they want is more. And there's never a feeling of satisfaction. And that's the hell realm. Most people that I know before they become enlightened, before they find a way to their highest vibration, before they learn how to manifest, they live that hell realm. Everything is lack and it's all outside of them. And it's in the money they need to make more. It's in more followers. It's in more this. It's in more that. It's in more likes. It's in more money. It's in more houses. It's in more friends. It's in more weight loss. It's in, and it never feels like for a second satisfaction. And really our choice is to choose to stop and take in the good and fill your belly fully and look at your hands and feel your heartbeat and feel the creator of the universe loving you into life and look out your window and notice the 113 shades of green and feel the blessing. And when you do, you are printing, you are manifesting because you can only create from wholeness and you are drinking in. And to think that you will look back when you're 120 years old and know that there were so many moments of full expansion that you missed out on, that you denied yourself because you put all your happiness and all your power in something outside of you. And so this, that, re- that, that dance between ego and soul, ego always wants more because it always feels lack soul. You connect with your soul, sit down in a yoga class, you walk in, you're busy five minutes in, boom, alignment. You have access to all the fullness, full, no lack, nothing missing. But when we are not in alignment, and we are caught in our resistance, and we are caught in the web of the lie of more, we will look at people with more and judge them. Because what we will be saying is, you have what I don't have access to. And for that, you're evil. And that is because it is a reflection of the misguided state of alignment. Because there is no person outside of you who can take from you what you have access to. And there is no one who has a pile of things that could arbitrarily give you what is going to fill you. What is going to fill you is your focus, is your consciousness. It's your thought. A friend of mine, you guys might know her, Sophia Amorosa. She started something called Nasty Gal and then it grew into Girl Boss. And when I spoke to her a few months ago, she was in Hawaii in her 500 square foot, like one bedroom condo. And she said, I'm so happy right now. And I lost my happiness for a while. And I'm so happy to have it back. And she told the story that when she started Nasty Gal, she felt that happiness because she was playing with this fun idea of upcycling vintage clothing. And she couldn't believe that she made like a hundred grand on her own selling it online. And she was like, just having so much fun. And then she made 700 grand and she was like, oh my God, like she had no attachment to an outcome. She was just busy having fun. And then investors came along and said, what if you could make a hundred million a year? And she said, let's go. And so they built it and they built it and she got to a hundred million dollars a year and she was miserable and everything she loved that she started with, she was no longer doing. 
instead of going to vintage shops and picking up clothing and getting excited and seeing, oh, I just got a sale. She now had a board to report to. She now had pressure. She now was managing a thousand employees and her day to day, moment by moment life were none of the things that she loved about life, but she had money. And so she burned it all to the ground and went to a little place in Hawaii. And she said, you know what I'm doing now? Swimming in the ocean, getting green juice every day, taking as much yoga as I want. And I found my way back to my bliss. Now, can you have money and be blissful? Because it's not about the money. It's about alignment. Can you have no money and be blissful? Because it's not about the money. So when next time you see someone with something and you get triggered, like, why is she so braggy? Check yourself. Be like, is it her stuff that you find? Like, really? You're that? You think that's that cool that she's got stuff or is it her vibration? Is it her resonance? Because when a beautiful woman walks into a bookstore and she's got her hair in like a messy bun and she's wearing some like, I don't know, yoga clothes or like a linen dress, what makes her so unstoppable? Is it the physical things or is it the energy? It's the energy, right? Colleen, is there anything you want to add to this? It's all so just lands and I'm sure everyone can feel that because it's the truth, right? And whenever we hear truth, we're just like, yes, it just is. And I think our greatest freedom comes from exactly what Kathy's been saying. It's a recognition that our power is not in the external world needing to look a certain way, right? Like we can have a preference for that. And it's exciting to be here to create the reality to reflect that. That is all true. And our power and our sense of freedom comes from being okay, no matter what that reflection looks like in the moment. So it's the perspective that we choose. It's the way we dance with what that reality is. And even when things happen that are not our preference, that we don't even like, that may throw us into a bit of a tailspin in a moment. It's almost like choosing to look at those as, ooh, this is like a part of the course that I get to go through where on the other side, I'm going to up level, right? That there's something I'm learning. There's something I'm being presented with to like grow and shift and evolve in such a way that I'm going to even expand greater in my capacity for what I can allow in. So the more that we can unhook from feeling like we are fearful, we're never going to have what we want and recognize that whatever is reflected right now is actually just okay. And we can literally find peace with that and recognize that, oh, I can just come back into myself and my center and I can be excited for what's to come, but I don't have to panic that what was or what is, is an indicator of how everything's going to go from now on. And I can see Colleen, just as you said, like it's landing for everybody, right? And this is why awareness and perspective is so important, right? Because we started on Monday with this conversation and think how we've continued to turn the kaleidoscope so we adjust this thought. And now we pull this one out from behind the curtain. You go, oh my God. And it puts you in alignment. Your thoughts, your awareness puts your whole being into alignment. That's why where focus goes, feelings go. Your focus is everything. Thoughts turn to things. So you have to check your thoughts and really start to notice the gap and then have a practice that keeps bringing you back. So people sometimes say to me, they'll ask me a question, how can I be patient while I want this goal to happen? You know, I want to meet the person I'm going to marry, or I want to make $4 million, or I want my podcast to become number one on Apple. How could I, how could I be patient between here and there? That's really hard because that's my goal. So I'll tell you what I've told them whenever I've been asked that question. And you understand the question, right? Maybe it's a question you've had. And I'll tell you the same thing I've told all of the people who've asked me that. I'm the least patient person you've ever met. I'm so impatient. And the reason that I can be in those kinds of scenarios is because I'm having fun now. So it doesn't require patience. I'm not attached to the outcome ever. I'm not attached to the goal. I'm attached to this moment. And so what's there to be a patient for? There's nothing tomorrow that's going to be better than today. 
There's no thought or feeling or experience that I can't have access to today that I could have tomorrow. And that's the truth. And so when I started my podcast, I was like, this is just going to be so much fun. I don't care how many downloads it will get. I'm not doing it for downloads. I'm doing it so that in this moment, it feels fun. It feels creative. I feel free. I feel alive. I feel aligned. I feel like myself. When I do this five-day workshop, I don't say, okay, this is successful. If this many people take my workshop, I got to prepare. I got to be impressive. You would feel it if that was what was going on. I'm like, I want to feel alive. I want to be present. I want to have fun. I want to communicate. I want to connect. Well, we've been doing that since the first moment I came on. What a different way of looking at things. I talk to people all the time and they're like, I don't really want to start a business because it's exhausting. I'm like, what makes it exhausting? Well, I mean, the odds of it being successful, why is that your goal? No, seriously. When you were a kid and you loved to finger paint or you loved to play with your friends outside and make up some game or make a fort, was this big goal associated? Was it like, okay, I'm only going to finger paint if my mom puts this one on the fridge? Because if she doesn't pin it up on the board, it's such a waste of my time. Like, why would I finger paint if it doesn't get put on the board? Oh, because you like doing it. Oh, right. When I was writing music full time and that turned into a multi six figure income for me, right? At 25 years old, the fun of that is that I was like, don't they know I would do that for free? I can't believe they just paid me all that money to put my song on Pretty Little Liars. I would have done that for free. Like that was the funnest day ever. Like, just get me back in the studio, please. Give me a ukulele and let me play it. Oh, now I make money. What does that let me do? Go do what I want to do. If I gave you one zillion dollars and all the things, the stuff, oh my God, do you want that stuff? Because that stuff, that stuff holds your expansion, right? If I gave you all the stuff, 10 Range Rovers, four Bentleys, the best friends possible, the house, the this, and I handed it to you. You'd be like, oh my God. And 10 days later, you'd be so bored. You would die of boredom. But here's the good news. You didn't come for that. You came to see a better thought you can create. You know, our favorite thing to do, be creative. How are we creative? Better thoughts. You have better thoughts. Boom, magic happens. Someone calls, magic happens. You bump into this person just from your vibration. Your vibration is a 3D printer. That's what you came for. You're obsessed with creating from vibration alone. Why? Because you want to imitate God. What does God do? Turk takes energy and turns it into matter. That's the ultimate magic trick, my friends. And that's what we're obsessed with. So what do billionaires do? They build businesses. Businesses can fail, crash. They don't care. They build the next one. Why are they successful? Because they're unattached. They're having fun. They're little kids building things. That's what they're doing. What's everyone else doing? Watching them going, God damn it. Why do they have that stuff? And they're, you know, they're over there going, I don't care about this stuff. I could care less about this stuff. I like being creative. The best feeling better than a pile of cash is being in a room when you get an idea, you go, oh my God, you guys, I got it. Tell me what amount of money gives you that feeling. Tell me. No. But starting something, oh my God, watch out. Like I, on human design, I'm a manifester, big surprise. And that's it for me. Put me in a room all day where I can just turn a new thought into, oh my God, I just got it. That's it. That's all I live for. That's what I want all the time. So if there's anything you want to be jealous of, it's not my Cartier bracelet. It's not my car. It's that. Go get that. Find your way to that because you have that cap, you have that capability. You were born with that. You're literally a creative genius. I interviewed Julia Cameron, who wrote The Artist's Way twice. And I said to her, because it's a book about recovering your creative self. And I said, come on, Julia Cameron. Do you really think everyone's creative? Because I know I am. But is everyone creative? I'm like half joking. And she said, oh, well, let me ask you a question. Have you ever been to a preschool? I said, yeah, I have three kids. I've been to preschool. She goes, okay. When was the last time you were in a preschool classroom and you saw a kid who's not creative? She goes, have you ever met a child that's not creative? Or no, you haven't, right? Okay, that's what I thought. The kids who are the most mischievous in the classroom, you put them on the soccer field, they're the leaders. The kids who are the class clowns and the most disruptive, put them out in the world, they're inventing things, right? But all kids. Now, what happens? That's our natural innate thing. We just love to create. You're having a ball, aren't you? Feel total expansion. You're not looking at other people's bank accounts, are you? 
when you're a kid, are you like, if only my dad had a nicer car? Maybe when you're 11, but when you're four, no, you just want to love and be loved. You just want to play. That's you. But here's what happens, you guys. What happens is rejection happens. You might be five or six or seven. You might be 11. You might be 12. And you open your heart and someone breaks it. And you say, oh, I know what I'll do. Not going to be vulnerable again. I'm not just going to say what I think. I'm not just going to make something. I'm not just going to write a poem. I'm not just going to post something. I'm not just going to say something or do something or wear something. I'm going to spend my life trying to predict being liked so I can fit in and not get rejected. And now the only way to my expansion is to have more stuff, I guess, because I've lost the access to what I really want. And you know what you really want? Freedom. And so when I talk to women and we talk, we said that we were going to talk about it today and we're going to talk about it now. When I talk to women about starting businesses, it's not because I'm confused and think that you need a pile of things or cash to be happy. No, it's because I know that part of your deep happiness is being free to live life on your terms and say the things you want to say and let yourself go back to a place where you remember that you're really creative and you can come up with ideas or concepts or messaging or podcast episodes or book titles. And then you go, oh my God, I have 14 books inside of me. I just let it be dormant for so long. And then you go, I don't care what the cap rate is on this business. I don't care what the shareholders say. I'm having fun. I'm being myself. And guess what happens when you're unattached to an outcome and you feel whole, you become really successful. And so I say to women, do you know that only 21% of podcasters are female? And do you know that only 1% of podcasts are monetized? And of the 1% of podcasts that are monetized, you know what percent are women's voices? Eight. And do you know what we call podcasts that don't get monetized? Pod fade because they stop making them. So there's only 8% of these stories being told that are our stories. Why? Because women are raised to be the ultimate people pleasers. And here's the deal. How can you be someone who fits in if you want to be a leader? Because every single person you admire, all those people, I'm going to tell you something and you're going to remember it for the rest of your life. There's no way they can fit in. And it's because they were born to stand out. And everything that you really want is the freedom to let yourself stand out. That's it. When you're feeling that free, you don't care how much money you have. The reason you want more money is because you want a feeling of expansion. Right now you feel constriction. Why do you feel constriction? Because you don't let yourself be yourself. My friend Mark Grove said that all day long, people have a choice unconsciously where they're choosing belonging or authenticity. And he said, and all the time, every time, people who are unhappy, it's because they're not choosing authenticity. They choose belonging. They say, I won't tell you what I really think. I won't tell you what I really want. I just want you to like me. I won't tell you who I voted for because I want you to like me. I won't tell you this. I won't tell you that. I want you to like me because I want to belong. Now, here's the evil in that. When you abandon yourself, you don't belong to yourself anymore. And so if somebody belongs to you because you've abandoned yourself, you don't belong to them either. So now you belong to no one. And now you walk around all day long saying, well, if I could just have money, I could be happy because money would give me freedom. No, it won't. You're still going to have to show up one day and be authentic. You're still going to have to show up and choose your alignment and choose your focus, right? You think JLo and Beyonce don't have to do that still every day? Of course they do, right? They have to decide, are they going to be upset about what their husband just said or did? Or are they going to like have a good time and have their own freaking party? Just be like, I'm having a party. You, you can come or not come. I'm going me party all day. Like that's their choice, just like you and me. Right. But why do we kind of admire them? We like build people up just to like tear them down. Right. Well, the part of you that builds them up is because there's something about those people where you can tell they do allow themselves to stand out and you go, I wish I could do that. But then you tear them down because you go, but F them. They have all the stuff and I don't have the stuff. And it's the stuff that makes people happy. It's the stuff that makes people rich. Not really true right? The riches is in the vibration all day long. So having a business to me is so exciting and gratifying because you set down your codependence. 
most of the time when I ask people why they're not charging more, they'll give me a reason. And then when we look underneath the reason, they're afraid of being judged. Well, that's a real big waste of your time. Because I'll tell you what, you can charge nothing and people will judge you. People judge you right now. I guarantee that all of us here, there's three people who don't like us. And the more visible you are, more people don't like you. And it doesn't matter because we can either love people or control them. It's not a problem that people don't like you. You don't like everybody, do you? I don't. Some people aren't my preference. I'm like, what is that person? Why do they have to control me and make me like them? Guess what? They don't. They're free. It's like I'm free. Do you know why I can start a podcast and charge what I want and say what I want and write a book and put it in ink? Because I let people not like me. And I'm only available to help the people I'm here to help. What am I? The king of the universe that I'm meant to help every person? No. My friend has a multi-million dollar vegan deli business. She went on Shark Tank and made a deal with Mark Cuban. I don't like fake vegan meat, but does soy gluten meat need to get me on board? Do they need to fight for me? That's such a waste of their time. I am not that person, but that doesn't make me and her not best friends. She doesn't feel offended that I don't like it because she loves me. So she doesn't try to control me. Oh my God, what a concept. I have friends who are all different kinds of things and that's okay, right? Because I don't need them to abandon themselves for me to love them. Hey, hey, here's the deal. I'll love you. You just got to kick yourself to the curb. How about that? It's so gross, right? So imagine what you would do. What would you say if you didn't need everyone to like you? If you just let people be trending where they're trending because they can't hear you anyway because they're unwilling to hear you because they're doing their own thing. And what if you were available for the other billion, there's 8 billion people, the other group of humans who are all day singing your song? So is it a problem if not everyone likes you? No. The problem is thinking everyone's supposed to like you and then feeling shame when people don't. You're supposed to be a person with a point of view. And if you choose to stand for this versus this, someone someone's going to go, I can't believe you chose that. But that's okay. That's the cost. That's the choice. Or you can say, I choose it all. I have no point of view and everyone likes me. And now I have nothing because everyone likes me, but I have no self. Ooh, that sucks. Why I love being a podcaster is it gave me my voice back. When I was a kid, I took speech therapy classes. They said that they could barely understand me when I speak. But now it's just not about diction. It's like, this is what I think. People come to my podcast are like, I love this or I don't like this at all. I'm like, great. There's so many other podcasts and your tax dollars don't go to me. So you should go listen to something else. Go ahead. See the unsubscribe button? Click that. Click that right there. You go click that. Love you. You do you. I want things to be different. I like that there's a multiple, you know, spectrum of colors in the light wheel. I don't want everything to be my color. It'd be so boring. I like contrast. Don't you like contrast? So what would you charge if you could just be in alignment with what it's worth, with what it is? If you could have a similar career to, to a businesswoman, who would you pick? Who's a woman who's built an empire that you admire? reading your notes here. So sweet. You guys are like you. Thank you. That's so sweet. Well, I can show you exactly how to do this. Maria Shriver. People love her. Amanda Francis. Drew Barrymore. She's adorable. She's like, so like, hi guys. Hi. Sarah Blakely. Amazing. Oprah's coming up a lot. Yeah. God bless these women, right? Let's just take a moment, honestly, and God bless them because look what they did for all of us. They pave a way. They show you a possibility, right? Oh my gosh, think of the possibility that Oprah created in the world for so many people. It's unbelievable. Like you could never quantify it really, right? So then think about what does it really mean to define leadership? Do we have to live life on other people's terms or could we create a business empire our way? Who says we we have to do it someone else's way, right? Like when I started my business, I was very clear on my intention that since I went through all this fertility treatment, that I would not have a nanny because I want to be with my kids. And so I was like, I'm going to have a business and be there with my kids. So my friend Nikki used to call it naptime empire because when they were little, I'd record the podcast when they slept. And guess what? It didn't stop me from making millions of dollars. And I'm not joking. I'm not exaggerating. You can talk to my team. I'm not working all day. I work a part-time hours 
and make millions of dollars because you can turn thoughts into things. And that's what I decided to do. But now look at this, look at this. People go, how do you prep for all those podcasts? You know, you have a six-year-old and you've been doing a podcast for six years. So you started it when she was 10 days old. You've done 750 episodes. So how do you do that? That, fe- that feels really hard. And I go, because I do not prepare for the podcast. Yeah, I don't edit it and I don't prepare. So I can do it because done is better than perfect. So that's the only way I could do it because I wasn't going to give up time with my kid because I'm not really worried if people judge me. So I'm just going to show up. And then people are like, but you have to ask people questions. And I'm like, yeah, you know, what's really impressive to people not planning an interview and just being loving and curious. So like, I literally show up and I'm like, hi, Andrew McCarthy. I heard you wrote a new book. Tell me about it. And then he talks and I listen and then we cry and I ask him the next question based on what he just said. It's called talking. We've all been doing it our whole life, but what's missing? Shame. There's no shame. Because what's missing? No pressure. Why is there no pressure? Because I don't need everybody to like me. Why don't I need everyone to like me? Because I'm not convinced that my abundance is in having more subscribers. Why is that? Because my abundance comes from my alignment. This is why I teach this program, you guys, because you're all on a program and it's leading you nowhere. You're running in circles. You build with ease. How does a woman push a baby out? Not through tension, not through hustling. Let go. That's how you do the most amazing thing you'll ever do. It's not from force. How do you fall in love with someone? It's not from force. You have to allow. How do you do that? Be connected to your soul. Whenever I sit down with someone famous on my podcast, I think to myself, that's just their ego that's famous. But our souls are one. And there's no human being that isn't impressed by love and presence. What's the most valuable thing someone can give you? Their presence. If I'm worried about being impressive to them though and being prepared, Can I be present or am I worried about impressing them because I want their love? I don't want them to love me. I want them to feel like they don't have to do any work. I'm like, hey, I'm here. I'm really happy to see you. I want to hear everything about you. And people will say, it's the best interview I've ever done. Why? Maybe because I'm not all tense like this. Wait, I have my questions. Hold on. I know you just said something about your father that died, but that wasn't part of what I was going to ask you next. So I'm not going to address that your father. You ever seen interviews like that? Like I've literally seen people with their index cards asking questions and someone's like, yeah, and then I got divorced. And I'm like, so in 1998, you made a movie. And I'm like, she just said, can you just ask? Oh my God, how was that? No, I can't because I have an agenda. I can't be in the moment, right? So I have built a business without attachment. So it's been fun the whole time. Cause I was never like, gotta get to a million, gotta get to five, gotta get to 10. Like, I don't even look at my bank account. I literally don't. I only know how much money I made at the end of the year when my accountant is like, you made this money this year. I'm like, that sounds so great. It's being unattached. So we want that for you. And then what could happen if you had some creative outlet? What stories might you tell? Maybe you'd start a podcast. Maybe you'd write a book. Maybe you'd be creative. Maybe you'd collaborate with someone. Maybe you'd start a jewelry line like Kendra Scott, who's now a billionaire and gives $10 million a year to women's issues and women's needs and has a has more women employed in her company than any other company. And they have pump stations on every floor and they give people longer maternity leave. Maybe you do that. I don't know. Maybe you wouldn't. Maybe you'd start a new trend in the business space. Why do we have to do it on their terms? People are so unproductive, by the way. People are like, I work 60 hours a week and I go to that office. I'm like, how much of that is productive? You can build a business with 45 minutes a day if you focus on the right stuff. But most people don't focus on the right stuff. They focus on all the dumb stuff. Like I got to build my following. Why? How about build your engagement? Oh, that's interesting. It's like, it's so backwards the way that people understand business. And I've just kind of always gone to the heart of it. And I'm unattached. So I'm having fun. So I'm having fun. I'm not in lack. So that helps a lot because then I can manifest. Then I have my wings. Who's getting it? I want to do the giveaways. I also want to tell you that tomorrow we're going to invite you into the Zoom room because we want you to get a sense. When we do these 12-week programs, they're not on Facebook. They're all on Zoom. And so you get to be with me on a Zoom call for two hours every single week. And why that's different is because we take people's questions and you feel a different energy because intimacy is everything. It's all about intimacy and people can sell you information all day long. Information should be free. You shouldn't have to buy information. That's why I do this whole week for free because information should be free. 
what you pay for is a transformation. How do you get a transformation? Because you have a mentor, because someone's with you. And so I'm there every single week with you and that creates transformation. And then Colleen does an implementation call. Why is that important? Because you're going to have homework every week and you know what your tendency is. Most people don't do anything. That's not just you. That's habits of all people. They say they'll go to the gym. They don't. They say they're going to stop smoking. They don't. Okay. That's just people's behavior. So how do we change behavior? We need accountability. How do we get accountability? We need human beings. Like if you hire a trainer, you will actually lose weight. If you just sign up for the gym, you'll never go. That's just the pattern. That's just behavior. That's just the data. So we do an implementation call so that Colleen can process your homework with you. So even if you just do the homework on the call, you'll actually make a change. And then you'll be with me every single week having this transformation and doing meditations. And there's something very important about that. And you can ask yourself, where will I be 12 weeks from now if I don't do that? Only you will know. Either you'll say, I'll be in the same place. And I think at the end of the day, and I just want you to know this for whatever it's worth, I don't feel rejected at all. I know that when somebody doesn't choose to do something, it's essentially because they're not able to co-sign what's possible for themselves. There's this tendency to say, well, I've done other things in the past that didn't work. And I don't really believe that anything else is here. And so I'll just go back. Why would I set myself up to be disappointed when there's nothing else there? And that's a matter of how wide your aperture is, right? And how much you now know and how much you can now feel is possible, and how much you vote for expansion. But what's amazing is how much we do that for our kids and not for ourselves. Like if a mom says to me, oh, my kid wants to take gymnastics, you know the next sentence is, so we figured out how to do it. Like it doesn't matter if she's a single mom or not, she's figuring it out because she wants her kid, she invests in her kids, but not in herself. And then the time just passes, right? And then we just go to sleep and we go, wait a minute, why am I so unfulfilled? And so you know, we had this amazing woman in our program, Gail Keys Allen, who she was one of the older women in our program. Most of the women I would say, I think my audience is generally between the age of like 35 and 45. And she's 64 and she's African-American. And she has such a story because her husband left her. He was living a double life. She told the story publicly on the podcast and she had a brain tumor and she overcame that. And she said, I'm signing up for your program because there's one tiny little spark that tells me that maybe, just maybe, I have power inside of me that you see that I don't. She signed up, quit her job, and sent me a note and said, I just made $248,000 and I was making $41,000 a year for the last 16 years. And now I have everything. (laughs) And so... That's an amazing story, right? So the reason why I do these programs is because I have a hundred percent belief in you. It's not about me. It's not how much I believe in me because it's not about me. I'm just here to be the doula to your expansion and to allow you to access your power. So we have two levels of this program. There's the gold level which is 12 weeks. And it's either either you can pay it in a payment plan of $300 a month, or you can pay it in a one-time payment. Or we have a VIP level of the program, which you can pay in payment plan, right? Which is $500 a month, or you can pay it in a one-time payment. And the VIP level is really for people who already have an idea of what their business is and they want to scale it. I will tell you though, in the gold level, that two of the weeks we spend on helping you find what might be your passion project? What might be your purpose? And that's really fun because that might be where the lightning strikes, right? Because you might be like, I've wanted to start one, but I wasn't sure. And really, again, it's all about finding alignment. And so in this gold level, we do help you discover and uncover and develop what's always been there that you just couldn't see because you weren't available to see it. You can go to kathyhower.com slash join if you want to be with us. Meanwhile, we're going to do the giveaways now. And also we're going to do a huge giveaway tomorrow. We're going to give away another Apple computer. Remember I told you that? So in order to do that, you just need to do two things. Follow me on Instagram. It's free. Follow me on the podcast. Subscribe. It's free. And do your homework. That's going to be posted today and show up tomorrow because we will make sure that whoever gets it is there live tomorrow. Cause that's a really big prize. We feel like that should be something you merit by being there. 
Colleen, anything else that you'd like to add before the giveaways? Like Hathaway says, like we don't have any investment in what you need to do. We have an investment in you choosing your alignment and you finding your way. So if you just have questions or you just want to process and talk to someone about, is this my next step? Is it not my next step? There's never any pressure from us because that's not really how we roll. Because like Kathy keeps saying, we can't focus for you. We can't perceive for you. We can only just be here as a support in your journey as you're walking through this life. So please feel free if you want to make that kind of connection. It's there. We're all just loving kindness that's here to just support you in whatever your highest and best is. And you'll know that, right? Like that's really a big part of what this week is about, right? As we say, it's not outside of us. It's not in this stuff. It's not in other people's opinions. It's not in the external circumstances. It's not looking for someone else who has the answer for us because the answers are never outside of us. They're always in here. And so it's just that remembrance of coming home to ourselves and going, okay, what woke up in me this week? What was different? What changed? What would change for me if I kept doing this week after week after week after week? And you'll find your way to the right answer for you. Yeah, you will. You always know what it is. And like I said, I am not for everyone. I wasn't designed to be. And so for those of you who feel like, no, no, I think you're my person, then you should be trusting that. And for those of you who are like, I'm not sure, it's like, then find that person. And there's so many amazing people who do similar work and that's it. It doesn't have to be so complicated. But at the end of the day, I asked James Clear, who wrote this book, Atomic Habits, what's the most important habit? And he said, oh, that's easy. And I thought he was going to say drinking water. I swear to God. And he said, it's who you spend time with. He said, because we become the five people we spend the most time with. And so I guess it depends when it comes to the end of this year, 2023, and it's New Year's Eve, December 31st, and you look back, do you want to say 2023 was the best year ever? Because, because what we don't change, we choose it. We choose to keep believing in scarcity or we don't. And if we don't, then what's the plan to stop that? Right. And if something wakes us up, what's the plan to stay with that? How will we find our way out of the matrix? What's the plan? People will say, well, I'm not ready. I'm like, well, when will you be ready to choose out of this predictable unconscious program that keeps you out of manifesting and keeps you out of joy and keeps you out of a creative thought? You are one creative thought away from the next 3D printing that you were supposed to print today. But we got to get access to that. We got to get a better elevated vibration. Where are you going to find that? Find it and make sure you hold on to it every single day. And then watch what happens. Watch how quickly the synchronicities happen. We already saw people posting this week. Oh my God, this was a synchronicity. This has happened. This has happened. It's like, just watch as you boil the water, what starts to cook. And you go, oh my God, how could it be that easy? I'm like, because it's a match because your external is just a reflection of the internal. I want to tell you that we will do the giveaways and then I'm going to do a five minute meditation with you guys because we missed our meditation today. And I don't think you should go a day without meditating. And so we're going to do our meditation, but I'll do the giveaway first. As if you guys now are like, yeah, I came for that. If I don't get the giveaway, I'm not interested. It's like, I think we now all know what we came for. So <laughs> don't miss out on accessing your own portal. So we'll do the giveaway and then we'll meditate. How about that? So Colleen, why don't you announce the giveaway winners and then we'll, I have a meditation in mind to lead them through. Yes, for sure. So yesterday we had um, for the homework, there was going to be one lucky winner of a $500 Nordstrom gift card. So Judith Savidra is the winner of that. So congratulations, Judith. You can email hello at kathyheller.com to claim that. And like Kathy said, make sure to watch for today's homework that's going to be going up um, because it'll put you, there'll be a prize for it as well, but it's going to put you in the running for that Mac computer tomorrow. So Lots of fun stuff happening tomorrow. You also can come join us tomorrow in the Zoom room, okay? So up until now, you've been mostly, unless you were VIP people watching in the Facebook group, if you want to come on Zoom tomorrow, you'll get the link, kathyheller.com forward slash party, and you can come in here or you can keep watching on Facebook wherever floats your boat, but we're just going to have a party tomorrow. So make sure to show up. Yeah, we're going to um, not only give away the computer, which again, now who's everyone's like, who cares, Kath? I got it. I'm like, good. I know. It's amazing, right? You can just let it go and realize you have it all. And now from 
tuning what you have, you can just print everything, the most amazing things. Because what do you want more than stuff? You want a mystical experience today, my friend. What do you want more than a pile of cash? You want the most amazing creative uncovering and collaborations and opportunities and ways to shine your light in the world. And you want to feel fulfilled. The opposite of sadness, it's purpose. It's feeling needed. It's feeling like you're a creator. Like you came here because you're needed in the orchestra. It's just playing your notes, giving your gifts away. That's it. That's what you really want. The stuff is just, it's just there to let you just thrive, right? To go do what you really want. So we're going to tomorrow be all on Zoom and um, we're going to answer some questions and help you guys do like a quick little review of everything. Also, I also wanted to tell you that for those of you who sign up by tomorrow when we go live, we're going to give the gold level, you'll get my podcast starter course, right? The VIP level gets my whole podcast course, which normally is a $3,000 course that people will go through over three months. It is included in the VIP level. But if you join the gold level by tomorrow, you're going to get this podcast starter class, which is really good. It's like five to 10 hours, Colleen, of content and all these workbooks, which will like help you get started. And honest to God, my friends, this is the moment to start a podcast. So if you're on the VIP level, I'll be helping you really grow that. But there's a bonus if you sign up by tomorrow and I'll show you my take. You'll get the mini course on how you can start and monetize a podcast, which I think will blow your mind. If this five days blew your mind, you might want that mini course. Okay. And that might change a lot of things for you. And then we'll talk about how do you just go ahead and not wait for permission, but start your brand? What's your messaging? What's your story? And then how do you go from podcast to real audience? And audience becomes currency and intimacy becomes velocity. And now you create whatever because you have an audience that's going to buy it. If it's a retreat, if it's a product, you collaborate, you get on the scene, you make your own throne right? Nobody's stopping you. You don't need permission. You can go do it. You just got to claim your truth. You just got to be willing to have your point of view. And oh my God, what do you feel freedom? So that's why I love teaching the VIP level, moving your business from one place to the next to the next, because there's so much there for you. And the most exhausting thing is holding yourself back. That's what's hard. Resistance is, that's the poison, right? When you're in the stream, when you're in the flow, it's the best right? And the satisfaction your soul gets is just from setting yourself free. It doesn't matter the outcome. The outcome is gravy. It's the walking in alignment, walking in authenticity, saying what you mean, meaning what you say, not having to plan, not having to get people's approval. And in the VIP level, I teach you how to do this kind of a thing. This is called a five-day launch, a workshop. I do these all the time. How do I do them in this way? Why do they convert so well? Because there's no script. Why is there no script? We'll talk about it. I'll help you find your way, right? To the ultimate experience people can have with you. It's called being in your skin. It's called loving people. It's called not patronizing people. It's called knowing that people are there for the real McCoy and they don't want to be impressed. That sounds like static. You ever hear a speaker and you can tell they've said this speech a million times, like, and da, 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 da. And you're like, turn it off, turn it off. Oh my God, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. Like, I can't go to conferences because they click and speak. And I'm like, is anyone awake? Like this person is a zombie. Like, I don't know why I'm listening because words don't teach anyway. All that could possibly teach is the experience and she's not present, which means I can't meet her. I'm out of here, right? You don't realize how much is wanting to be unleashed in you because you've spent your life being an unconscious people pleaser. And so you don't remember how to use your voice and you don't remember that you can let go of the people's opinions of you, that your job, newsflash, is not to make sure that everybody's okay. Your job is to be you. That's your job. Even when I say that people are like, it's not my job. To make sure everyone's okay, that feels really risky. It's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Oh my God. Your job is to just come from alignment and trust that people don't need you because they have alignment. So if you're just holding for the truth, they can handle it. They can choose their own alignment. When we're codependent, we're like, everyone needs us, right? When you're like a controlling codependent mom, like me, sometimes I'm like, 
when I go out of town, if I don't tell my husband where the cereal is in the morning, he'll never get the kids ready. If I don't make sure my sister comes over, he'll never get them to sleep. He feels really patronized by that. I'm like, but you need me. I I'm so sorry. I feel so guilty for leaving. He's like, can you get out the door? Can you literally get out the door? You controlling freak of nature. Could you just trust me to leave me on my own and know that like, you know, you don't have to please us or take care of us because maybe I have a brain cell in my head. Maybe I can handle it. Can you not patronize me and go, I don't care what I want. What do you want for Mother's Day? I don't care. Can you just tell me what you like? Why do you have to protect my feelings? Then I'm always jumping around every, just tell me, right? So it's like, there's so much up level for you guys. You have no idea what, and then you're going to go, oh my God, it's true. It's all just this unconsciousness. Because it feels real, doesn't it? And then you see the world through that filter. And now you've projected a world where it's just not a vibe. Let's meditate. Here we go. So go ahead and close your eyes. This is actually cool. I'm glad that we are doing this because at this point in the call, there's a lot of, we've made some peace. We've made some space. We've made some clarity. Let's just take a deep breath. Let's just allow our mind to relax. Breathing in. And let's practice feeling that feeling of satisfaction. No longer that ghost with the insatiable belly. Being in this moment, being connected to the beauty, to the goodness, loving life itself. How amazing does it feel to take in the good and breathe into that. You are full. You're breathing into all the love in your life, the people who you've been blessed to love, the trees outside, the stars, your children's laugh, music, iced coffee, the feeling of taking off your shoes after a long day, the feeling of your feet in the grass, the sound of the wind in the trees, the memories of stargazing when you were a kid, the feeling of running through sprinklers, in childhood memories. What a gift. The feeling of a good towel, the feeling of lotion on your hands, the taste of a strawberry, the feeling of sun on your face. That's right, taking in the good. The feeling of connecting to the divine, knowing there's a part of you that always was knowing there's a part of you that's always pointing you home, knowing there's magic all around you, knowing that when you let go, the magic will always carry you. And so I want you to picture that you're walking through a beautiful forest and it's a perfect day. And there's a hummingbird and you hear the crunch and the leaves as you walk and you see a door and it's pink and it's cracked open so you walk toward it. And you open the door. It's this incredibly beautiful place. And there's a sound. It's like a cello, but it's not. It's like a harp, but it's not. It's this most amazing sound of music you've never even heard before. It moves you to tears. It's so beautiful. And there's this golden light. And you see yourself, your 10-year-old self, your 14-year-old self, your three-year-old self, your 40-year-old self, your 62-year-old self, and your 80-year-old self. And then you see the oldest version of you. She's over 100. And she walks toward you. And she tells you that she has a message for you. And I want you to listen for what she says. And if you let yourself You'll hear the message now. And she gives you a hug. And she tells you that all of these yous that you see, that through this door you can see them with your eyes, but they're always with you. And she squeezes your hand and she says, when you leave here, you might not see me anymore with your eyes, but I will give you a squeeze to let you know and I will be there forever. And it's time when you walk back the way you came, but you see things you didn't see before. And so it is. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes.
Thank you guys for going through that meditation with us. It was beautiful. If you want to be with us, if you sign up by tomorrow, you're also going to get that podcast extra course. Those of you in the gold level, but some of you might want to be on the VIP level and say, hmm, maybe Kathy is my person. Maybe I want to build a business this way with feminine. Hmm. All right, my friends, we will see you tomorrow and you can join us. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast and follow me on Instagram to enter to win the iMac computer. And you also have to do your homework. So you have to do your homework and do those two things. But your homework is always a good idea because it helps you reflect, right? There's a something they say when you write it out, it helps you actually imprint it. And so it's good to do that homework for you, right? Helps you grow, helps you get more out of it and retain it. So you're going to do that. And if you feel like there are people in your life who will be blessed by coming to our last session tomorrow, then take a screenshot and post it on your Instagram and say, come in, come join it. Gonna be cool. All right, guys. Well, thank you. Today was a beautiful session and we're so excited. So many of you were like, I just signed up, I'm coming. And I'm like, I can't wait. Also, we have a retreat in South Florida at the end of June. And those of you, when you sign up, you get an option to add the retreat and you get it at a discount. So you might want to look into that. That's going to be amazing too. All right, guys, we'll see you tomorrow.